Hey, what's up, guys? My name is Estella Coughlin, and you are listening to the Nest Podcast. Hello, and welcome back to the Nest Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. We have another very special guest today. We have a childhood friend, professional dancer, and if I may add, one of the most humble humans I know, like, genuinely, like, so many successes from this person, and like I said, we're childhood friends. I have literally never heard her, like, flaunt any sort of achievements or taking first place, going to nationals, literally slaying all day in dance. We have Megan Wall. Thank you. Thank you for, for that great introduction. Yes, it is so true, though. Um, yes, thank you for sharing your time and your talent with us today. And, yeah, so I just wanted to give, like, to the listeners a little bit of background. Because we've been childhood friends. Well, well, that indicates since childhood. But, <laughs> but um, I wanted to share a little bit of like our best memories and like how we know each other and like i said obviously from childhood but we went it was kindergarten because we didn't go to preschool together no just kindergarten did you kindergarten through senior year gotcha did you still go to the ymca no okay wait where do you go to preschool um in fargo it was like oh yeah (laughs) yeah it was something random it's okay because i was like i don't remember you at the YMCA. No. Anyway. You guys talk about it all the time, though. I'm like, that sounds fun. (laughs) Mm, It was... (laughs) No, it was good. It was a good experience. I mean, I liked it. Anyway, yeah. So we've known each other from kindergarten through... Well, now. Um, But yeah, we've literally experienced overall of our life together. Even though when we were younger, we weren't like... We weren't, like, best best friends, friends, but we also were just kind of always together or in the same friend group. Yes, like, everyone, I feel like, was always, like, friends, but not. Yeah. But, like, we all still knew everything about each other. Mm -hmm. And it was a small enough class that it's, like, there's no way you don't know everything about everybody. Yeah, and if you, yeah, and if you don't know a detail about somebody or you don't know anything about one person, that's, like, considered weird. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, if you don't know, then come on, get with the program. But, um, yeah, then we started becoming, like, really close friends. I would say, what was that? Freshman or Eighth grade freshman school? year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously we still knew each other, but that's when we... Started hanging out. Mm-hmm. Outside Because I think more. it started with, um, so one of the memories... Are wings and rings. Wings and rings. Yes. Yes. Okay, we're jumping right into that because we really are. that was that was so fun though. I love that. It was um we're in Spanish and our Spanish teacher was doing her best. At, <laughs> Not okay. doing her best. That's so funny. <laughs> okay, but I like felt really bad for her because people would like be bullying her. Yeah, she was struggling to teach. Yeah. But- but she was a very kind person. Great person. But not just, a great teacher. But just struggling to hold the class's attention <laughs> and to stick up for herself. And teach us anything. Yes. So we would all kind of trauma bond in that. Mm-hmm. So there were us two and two other girls. Yeah. And we started this thing. Well, we didn't like 
say, like, okay, let's start. Anyway, it just kind of happened. Yeah. Um, Wings and Rings is actually a restaurant um, with chicken wings. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> as the name I, implies. I, I'm just There's also rings. <laughs> as the name implies, you can also get rings. Great. Like onion. Anyway. Anyway, so we would take turns going to people's houses and we'd, yeah, get chicken wings and we would eat chicken wings and just hang out, which was like the best part for me because I'd be loving chicken wings. We all knew each other's orders, so then we'd just like show up somewhere with like all the wings and everything. Literally. Ready to go. Because, what? okay, what was your order? I I know it, but for everybody, (laughs) this is the superior order, honestly, but when you first got it, I thought you were weird, but... (laughs) The dry lemon pepper? Yes, because, like, I never have had a dry rub on chicken wings. Really? Because, okay... Okay. Well, you have I, now because I made you yes, try it. Yes, and it's phenomenal. Yeah. But I would always go with the sweet barbecue, the most mild, the most basic barbecue, and a side of ranch. No blue cheese. No blue cheese. Blue no cheese blue is cheese. Gross. No celery. And I would sometimes maybe eat the carrots, but. Mm. Came with carrots? You had a fancy order. I didn't <laughs> get carrots. Well, don't they? Add, don't like Buffalo Wild Wings and Wings and Rings, don't they give you? Maybe. They've always dipped me out of it. I think you have to ask. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah, but I only ask for carrots. Makes sense. But, yeah, because I'm not a celery fan. Um, But, yeah, so I thought it was, like, when you first got the dry rub, I was like, what? Mm -hmm. Like, what's this? Why is she getting that? Isn't it just, like, seasoning? (laughs) So I thought you were a little odd for that. All right. All right. But who am I to judge? Don't know until you try it. (laughs) Don't knock it till you try it. Mm-hmm. And I was knocking it before I tried it, but once I try it, yep. anyone that says otherwise, mm-hmm. I won't argue with them. But it's wonderful. Also, the um, lemon pepper sauce, the lemon- right? Was that good? Yeah. Or I don't there like was- it as much. Okay, there was somewhere where I had the lemon pepper sauce and it was bussin'. Because we... Oh, really? Yes, but I can't remember where that was. Oh. I kind of forgot. Anyway, yeah. but that was one of our main... Um, Things we did that was very, very fun. Mm-hmm. I loved Wings and Rings. We should bring that back. But one of the, we don't really know, we don't really keep in touch with the one of them. other girl yeah. as much, but she's still great. Um, and then let's see, another memory was the Outer Banks all-nighter yeah. with another friend. Oh my gosh, that was so fun because we had never pulled like, a full, solid, like, intentional all-nighter. I don't know if we've ever even, like, slept over at somebody's house together. Yeah, up until yeah. That night. Yeah, like, yeah, up until that night, we're, like, not the type of friend group that, like, sleeps over. Yeah, we just stay yeah. really, really late. We just stay we really just late. And, and then, bed. yeah, and then, yeah. So, but we had the plan to watch the, what was it, season two of Outer Banks? Yeah. It was something. something like that. A new season of Outer Banks. So we pulled an all-nighter and we watched it, well, until we finished it. And mm-hmm. we finished it and we successfully pulled an all-nighter. I think we had, what kind of energy drinks did we have? We had like... We had a bang and that messed my stomach up. It was okay, so Okay, bad. yes, because, okay, I also didn't realize, which makes sense, is oh if you pull an all-nighter that's gonna be like what at least seven hours Mm -hmm. but think you 
We're awake that whole day, then pulling an all-nighter. So once you eat dinner, you're going to be awake still for like 10 hours. And I wasn't really like thinking about that because I'm like, oh, we just have snacks just like when we're hanging out. But I didn't realize, like, okay, if you're up this long, you're going to be hungry and, like, you need meals. Like, breakfast, lunch, and dinner again, but, like, at night. Mm -hmm. So that's what I was, like, thrown off with, and that's what my, like, is it circadian? Circadian rhythm? Yes. That was off. And also, like, my brain was so confused because it's, like, why are you still up? Wait, was that the first time you ever pulled an all-nighter? Like, intentionally. I don't... Okay, no, I don't think. I think I stayed up to like five a.m. Like oh, okay. on acts. Mm, no, I did pull an all nighter before. I want to say, and I was up at like, I stayed up till six or seven a.m. But then I like slept the whole day. Mm. So I guess I have, but that wasn't intentional. Yeah. So this was like my first intentional all nighter, and yeah, I was like, maybe should I have gotten like meals or something? So like, but I still don't. No, but if I were to do it differently, I would definitely have like more substantial food than bangs and chips because, and <laughs> yeah, with that, that's that, what we lived on. that like also that messed me up too. Like, oh gosh, we went somewhere in the yeah. morning though. We oh watched yeah, the sunrise and got some yes. food, but I don't remember what. Yeah, yeah, we went up to the college here because they have an, a nice hill. Because. <laughs> <laughs> Because nice. North Dakota, we still be flat, but, but that's has, the highest. That's the literally the really highest have. hill we have. So we went up there, watched the sunrise, and then yeah, I think we went to like Starbucks or like a bagel place. Yeah, maybe McDonald's. I don't know, but I know yeah, we did go somewhere. Um, but that was super fun though. But we were all regretting actions the <laughs> next day. <laughs> I went to bed at like 10, so I'm like, I'm not sure if you can consider this an all-nighter, because I just went to sleep afterwards. Oh, 100%. Me too. I think I went to bed at 9.30 and slept until like 3. <laughs> so you basically yeah. just swapped your day for your night. So, yes, gotcha. I did, but I still was awake for, I remember I was almost awake for a full 24 hours, then I caved and I went to bed at like 21 hours or 22 hours, which I feel like I've definitely... No, I don't think I've been up 24 hours in a row. I feel like with mm. your travel and stuff, you've had to. Uh, or maybe yeah. you've, like, taken naps and stuff. Yeah, okay, I always take naps when I travel. Yeah. But it's still, like, I'm awake, but I still take naps. But what's the quality of the naps? Because I'm on an airplane. Very. But fair. I can still sleep on there, even though my head, like, jerks down. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> I got to wake up or stay in my seat mm-hmm. bubble. But... Yeah, so that was another good one. And then pickleball. We love pickleball. That is one of our newest hobbies. Get the cardio in and the competitiveness. Yeah. (laughs) And whenever Stella and I are on a team together, we always lose. I don't know what the issue is, but we cannot win. (laughs) Like, we will get blown out of the water, and I don't know why. I I mean, we're not the best, but also we're not (laughs) terrible enough to, like, get blown out of the water so yeah it's like i think we just start talking and then we get distracted yeah or because usually when we're on opposite teams i feel like when somebody (laughs) hits it low i go down and i like pop it up yeah and then megan comes in with the kill yeah like the smackdown and then 
it usually comes at me, and I'm like still trying to like get up from go from doing like that dig, and then that we they get the point. Yeah, but when we play against each other, Stella sets me up for spikes, which is probably why we do better on opposite teams. Yeah, but, but when we're together, nobody sets us up because the other two people good. are good. Yes, <laughs> the other two people that we play with, they're they're good. Mm-hmm. Like they don't need any extra help. Um, so it balances. The teams definitely balance out when we're on opposite teams. Yeah, because we help each other out. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. But when we're together... There's it? nobody to set us <laughs> up. So Wasn't it the last time that it was like... Because you played to 11. Was it like 0 to 11? Yeah. I think we've had that multiple times happen. And we have good, like... I don't... I think it's when you're on defense, right? But, like, when we're not getting the point, then we have good blocks and good serves yeah. and everything. Yeah. But when it's our point, I'm instantly fail. We like <laughs> we chuck it into the net and start playing baseball. Like it's terrible. No, literally. But I think it's I love pickleball. That's like my new favorite hobby. That's it is. it's so fun. Um But yeah, us together on a team, we have fun. But it's bad. But, but we know we're like not gonna win. <laughs> that, that's the, just when we start yes. playing for fun. Yes, that mm-hmm. that is exactly right. That's when we start playing for fun. And then we switch teams and Hopefully try to get a win. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, that's always my favorite. And it's a great form of exercise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we played last time for, like, two hours. I mean, granted, yes, I was tired. But you don't even think about it as much as, like, oh, it's exercise. So that's why I like it. Um, Another memory. We'll do two more, even though we have a lot. Is Arizona. We oh, went down fun. for, like, senior trip to... Our other friends, like, grandparents' house and stayed there. Mm-hmm. Was it, like, a senior trip? Kind of. Yeah, it was sort something. Of. I don't know. But that was so fun. I didn't even know the trip was happening until, like, maybe three weeks before. And I was like, <laughs> okay, let's go. And I thought we were, like, going to Florida or something. And then Wait, I found, what? yes. Because I, I think I missed, like, a FaceTime or something. And I joined in the call. And I was like, we're going to Florida? And you guys are like, no, Arizona. I was like, oh, great. Okay, let's go. <laughs> but I love how you're a very, like, you know what you have to do. You get it done. You're a very you're a doer, like with dance and with everything. But like, wh- like sometimes you gotta miss like the FaceTime calls or you don't see the text right away because you're mm-hmm. dancing, which is and terrible. Then, but yeah, no, that's not terrible. At least you're not like a screenager. True, true. That's true. True. That's true. Not an iPad kid. Mm-mm. Mama didn't raise no iPad kid. No, <laughs> no, she didn't. But then, um, yeah, because everyone else in the front group we're on our phones we're up to date like that so you're always like the last one to be texting back always the last one to be like on the facetimes like when we say okay we're gonna facetime at this time does it work for everyone everyone else like puts the thumbs up and but we just know like and i'll just pop on yeah we're like we know she's not gonna like yeah put a thumbs up or anything or like low-key respond it's something (laughs) i need to work on for sure but 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 we also know like she'll come on if she can she won't if she can't Mm-hmm. But most of the time you do pop on, we're like, Megan, <laughs> like, usually I'm how's like, it going? Yeah. Usually I have to have a plan, but sometimes I'm like, really like, go with the flow. Like, okay, we're going to Arizona. Sure. Yeah. So. It's like, yeah, you're right. You're very like, go with the flow, but also you like the plan. Mm-hmm. But also you're like, go with the flow. Mm-hmm. It's but weird. Also you like plan. It depends. <laughs> it depends who I'm with, what I'm doing. Well, which is fair. Um, But that was super fun. I think... Because you shared a room with one of the other friends, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I got my own bed. Dab. She did. 
she, she blamed it on sickness and was like, I need my own bed. I was like, girl, you're just off a little bit of a stuffy no. But it was okay. It was totally fine. We we were like, go for it. I, will, I don't know. And we didn't even fight you for it. So we were like, go. Yeah, you're fine. I don't know. Maybe I did. Maybe I just like did that because I was like anxious or something. And that could have been too. You so, know, and I think people that's why with we're anxiety, like, we it. make excuses. It's whatever. It was great. It, it was great. <laughs> but we still had fun. And then... Last memory I want to end with a bang with. During quarantine, since we couldn't see each other. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about when we got hit by a boat. Oh. Or the one with where we got followed on the river. Yes, how about you You tell that and I'll tell the Among Us. Oh, well, I... Which okay. one? Those were two different experiences. I feel like you every time say, we go out yes. on the river, something bad happens. Yes. Like once we were driving and then we were... Yeah, it was just... Me, you, and somebody else. Mm-hmm. And Stella was driving, and these other guys were not fully sober. <laughs> and they tried to cut in front of us and, like, almost hit our bow, almost tipped us. Yeah, as we're, yes. we're going under a bridge, so we almost yes. hit, like, the bridge's ledge. Yes. Also, we're listening to Shotgun, and Stella, <laughs> for the next five months, doesn't let me play that song ever. Because she's like, this is too dramatic. And I was like, okay, understandably so. <laughs> because but- I was the driver and i was like okay just like with anyone with responsibility if they're driving like you have these people's lives in your hands yeah and i'm like oh crap um these people that are not fully sober Mm -hmm. definitely not even close to sober no are trying to like they came i want to say like a good four feet yeah even three feet next to our boat and they had a pontoon and we had it like a smaller fishing boat so they would have won the fight yes mm-hmm. because they have yes and so they like try to cut in front of us i think they're like flirting or something but i'm like i was like don't away. kill us like yes, that's not I, a good way of flirting yes i was like do not even come near us weirdos yeah. anyway so they like cut and i'm like swimming. i'm like oh gosh and yeah we're about to come under the bridge and they're like trying to talk to us and they're like they, come get on the boat yeah they asked us to get on the boat and i was like are you trying to sink our boat so we don't have a choice like what <laughs> and it was like we were going i want to say 20 miles per hour mm-hmm. 15 okay yeah. but even though it doesn't seem fast but when you're on like a boat on the water heading like, towards a bridge yes <laughs> heading towards the bridge it's fast yeah so yeah and they were like trying to follow us and i was trying to like get away from mm-hmm. them and and it was dark out mind it was you dark too. it was like yep we should have gone in a while ago but mm-hmm. yeah but you can still be out with like a light which we had but we You're right. yes but it was still like it's hard to see and in the river where we are it's there are a lot of shallow spots and then deeper spots but this river has a current and so it will like push you to different sides. Like you have to know how to navigate. Obviously, the water, the current, the sh- um, the different depths, mm-hmm. and I guess not sober people. Yeah. So yeah, that was. Yeah, I couldn't listen to Shotgun. I admit, because <laughs> I was like, oh, that brings me back to the time where we almost got demolished by these not sober guys, and I was responsible mm-hmm. for myself and my friends i was like oh gosh it's okay i trusted yeah. you fully i literally <laughs> put my hands my life in your hands but no yeah you literally didn't have joy <laughs> no okay and then there was another time we were making a fire on the sandbar with some of our friends and there was somebody i don't know if he was on a four-wheeler or what he was on and he was kind of like trailing us in the trees on that side of the river 
And he kept getting closer and then all of a sudden like it the light stopped and we could see him walking towards us as we're like building a fire on a sandbar. Mm-hmm. And then we had to like jump in the boat and get away. And then he jumped back on his four-wheeler and started chasing us again. It was another life instance. Yes, but moment. it was like he was far away from us, but he was like close. He was close because, enough to like, yeah, if you he could, like, hopped on that four-wheeler, oh, he's yeah. coming over here. Yes. And I don't know what he's got. Maybe he's got a knife. Who knows? You yeah. always think the worst when it's like pitch black. Yeah. And again, this was pitch black on mm-hmm. the river and there was like a light. Was it because like building a fire was like illegal? Like there's a fire? <laughs> no, bit? I don't think so. Because, because I'm like, why was he Because then weird like that? Yeah. I mean, that's the only reason I could think of to give him a little bit more sanity to his name. But, Maybe, but it was dark. I was scared. Yeah, and then, because I remember our other friend was like, okay, so we got to go. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I'm like, okay, sounds good. I quickly put sand on the fire, take the anchor off, and And we, we got stuck on the sandbar for a little Did bit. We, actually, we couldn't, we couldn't of get off. And again, I'm like, Stella, my life is in your hands. You're good. Like, we probably wouldn't have died, but it was still scary. But it was still like, oh, gosh, the heartbeat is pumping a yes. little bit too fast. Yeah. Yeah, I've got, okay, I will say... I'm a good driver on land. I'm a beginner driver oh, on good. the water. But <laughs> Where it matters. <laughs> Where there's a current. <laughs> beginner to intermediate. Because, like, I've gotten everyone safe, but I have, like, gotten caught in the sandbars. I once by mm-hmm. myself got caught in the sandbar on a jet ski for, like, an hour. <laughs> oh, nice. But it's fine. I'm it's fine. over by the water police. Yeah, and... Yeah, and, yeah, this river with the current, like, the current's strong where people have died in this current. Mm -hmm. So, it's also not, like, anything to mess around with when you're out there. Like, if you were to jump off board to try to get away from creepy people, like, and you don't have life jacket, oh, you're dead. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, I guess you can't do that in a car either because you would still be dead. But I feel like, I feel like a boat's a little bit... Or scary. Okay, that is true. You make a fair point. I like it. <laughs> but, but I agree with you. Yes. Okay, wonderful. Well, so, yeah, we've had very interesting experiences on the water. Mm-hmm. But it all just adds to memories. It really does. Yeah. And to stories later on. <laughs> after you can get over the trauma of of it. yeah and then so the last one is our quarantine we still wanted to hang out and talk but obviously social distancing so what we did the game among us was popular at the time Mm -hmm. so we jumped on that bandwagon so we had all facetime and play among us at night during quarantine for like three weeks out of the I mean, three nights out of the week, I would say. We played it pretty often. Yeah, I don't really remember. Quarantine is kind of a blur. But Yeah, but I remember those. It was a lot. That was, yes, that was like my favorite part of quarantine, playing Among Us. Really? Yeah, no, dead serious. Because we had also like, because you can do the chat. We'd be chatting to random people. Okay, there yeah. was one where, were you on it where this person was like, psychic or something yes yes i was at a family reunion okay because i was gonna say i think it was the two other um people and you were not there but i hopped on like in and out like 
before dinner, after yes, dinner, I and remember. I was just like getting little snippets of it, and I was like, "What is going on?" Yes, because there's this one um, user. They claimed they were like psychic or could tell, um, could like, like predict things about yes. you. Yes, yeah, and so I'm like, okay, um, I I think I said something about our other friend, like, what is her hair color or something yeah everything that we asked it, they got right and <laughs> we didn't even ask like where i kind of live um and they told you yes they were like okay down by i see water yeah and there was some, i'm pretty sure they mentioned there was the something city else. or the, the yeah. state or something yeah like the state and like planes or so i don't know yeah but they were like spot on where i was like uh, <laughs> like I'm a little creeped out. Uh, like why do you know this much? And this was way more than I didn't even ask for this information. <laughs> he just gave it to you. He was like, in yes. case you didn't know anything yes. about yourself, here you in go. case you didn't know, this is um, these are my powers. And he also, yeah, was giving like saying future, not future things, but things like yeah, where we lived, what our hair color was, mm-hmm. siblings. And so, since I'm adopted, I think I said, like, where am I from? And I think he put, like, I see, like, something international or, or like, you moved, like, across the world or something. Like, it had to be somebody yeah. we knew. Because if it's not, that's scary. But, but, but like, we, our usernames weren't yeah. our usernames. And their username user- was, like, Ham Man or yes. something. Yes, okay, my username was literally, like, yeah, like ham man, ham woman, whatever. Mm-hmm. There, yeah. Ham yeah, woman. and yeah. So it's not like they would know who we are, and I don't no. think you put your names in the app like at all. But... I know. I'm like, but how do you hack it? Anyway, so yeah, Among Us, a good experience, a fun experience, interesting experience. But yeah, that was like my favorite part of quarantine. But now from all those memories, I think that took like a good almost half hour yeah but that was a lot but but now they know a little bit more about our memories together there you go i know so giving them the good stuff mm-hmm. now give us a little background for people that don't really know you okay um well i grew up in bismarck north dakota and i obviously went to school with stella from kindergarten through senior year um, and then during this time, I also went to Let's Dance, which is kind of where my love for dance formed. And then the studio turned into my second home around of age, age of eight, because at this time, Brooke and Ashley, who are my sisters, had joined dance as well. So it just kind of became a family event every day after school and on the weekends. And we tried different sports for a while. I picked up soccer. I really liked that. I really enjoyed it. And may I add... You were good at soccer. <laughs> I, like, you were good at soccer. Yeah. So, she's a woman of many talents, but I don't know how you can get stronger from her soccer abilities, but she was better at dance than at soccer. Because you just picked soccer up, like, for yeah. how m- Just, like, you just picked it up. I picked it up, like... And then you were, like, so good. <laughs> for, like, five years, yeah. But I, still, I was not that good. <laughs> I enjoyed it a lot, and I actually debated going... Just continuing with soccer, but I was like, no, I think my heart's in dance a little bit more. And so then I just had to drop it because I don't have enough hours in the day to do both. So, yeah, I sticked up with dance and that became my passion and the rest is history. Word. And now what was your 
high school, um, like, day in the life. Because I remember you would literally wake up early. Well, everyone had to, to go to school. <laughs> then yeah. after, even when we had tests and homework, you'd be at the studio until, like, 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. And then you'd, like, eat and try to do homework and then go to bed and then literally get, like, four hours of sleep yeah and then do it all again and for then, the rest of the week yeah there's a point of time where i was like oh like let's join cheer for a little bit that'll be fun oh yes Which, and you did that too yeah thinking back i was like that was crazy but also cheer was like in an easier version of dance and so i didn't have to like work too hard at it so it was otherwise i would have not have been able to pick it up but that was like 5 a.m practices don't really know how i lived that life because i would go like 5 a.m practices go to school and then after school I'd go to dance until we'll say like 10 30 some nights and then come home eat homework wake up again at five to go to practice by 5 30. Oh my gosh I was hitting the hay at like 10 10 30 yeah. if I'm really late and I remember you'd like just be getting done with practice and being like oh yeah I gotta wait for my sisters or oh, oh yeah and that was like another homework thing. and dinner and it's like I'm like, bruh, since after school, I have lived, like, a whole life. Yeah. Okay, no, not a whole life, because my life was very boring in high school. <laughs> so, I literally just came home, did homework, well, had a snack, did homework, had dinner, watched a show, do more homework, study, mm-hmm. and then went to bed. Yeah. Like, you're, like, literally doing the most. <laughs> well, and then some days you get off early, and then th- I would have that same schedule, but... Like, go to Bless. bed early, your, which was great. Your early, probably, like, getting done early with dance was, I would say, like, eight minutes. Yeah, seven or which eight. Is, which is still, like, you're dancing for almost, like, good solid two hours. Mm-hmm. Since after At school. least, yeah. Yeah. And that's on an early day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, it definitely becomes your whole life. Becomes yeah. a commitment. If you don't love it, you quit, you know? Yeah. And because, like I said... Very humble, but also you do not complain. Like, I have not, like, in high school, like, even now, never heard you complain about how challenged, I mean, like, yeah, it's going to be challenging, but just, like, complain in a negative way about dance, about, like, your situation in dance, like, what you're doing and the long hours Mm-hmm. Part Which, of that's just because it's what I love, and I put myself in that situation too. So I can't really complain because it's <laughs> o- it's my own fault. But yeah, if only everybody had that outlook. <laughs> I'm serious. Like it's like oh, I put myself in this situation, so who am I to complain? If only everyone had that outlook. Like I still be complaining when I put myself in these situations. <laughs> so that's something that very admirable for sure. Yeah. No, you've just been on the grind. Like, Mm -hmm. your whole life. (laughs) And then, so, now let's talk about just Let's Dance Studio. That's, I mean, we have a few studios here. We do. But I want to say, yeah, I want to say the strongest one, what do you say, is Let's Dance? The one that's been going the longest is for sure Let's Dance. There's obviously some other studios that, like, have really killer dancers, but... As overall, like, I think Let's Dance is probably the biggest with, like, the amount of students and everything, but. Yeah, no, for sure. I think because my sister danced at Let's Dance. Oh, yeah. So so I knew all the dance stuff. I was up in Adam 
doing the competitions, getting the taco in a bag at like 9 a.m. <laughs> I ate that up. I only went for the snacks. How long did she dance for again? Up until middle school. Yeah. No, up until like high school hmm. because then she started doing track and she really liked track. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's a little weird how her stuff kind of went, but whatever. <laughs> Not my life. Um, <laughs> But... Yeah, because I remember Let's Dance Studio. And so what was, like, the main, like, style of dance you started doing? Or does everyone just, do they teach you just, like, all them? Or how does that kind of work? When you're younger, you kind of have just basic, like, learning your positions, learning different ballet jazz terms. And so I think I started out in, like, a ballet jazz class. And then once you reach the age where you can join a team then you learn competition dances and just kind of do jazz stuff across the floor. So that's kind of where I started out. But Nice. What's your favorite style of dance? Mm, I want to say like a lyrical type moment. Like that's more of like a slower dance. You tell a story. That's a lot of my solos were lyrical. I don't know. It's just a very freeing which sounds so cheesy, but like, no, I don't know. You get to just express I love it. the emotion. Yeah, there you go. Are those like solos? Oh no, you can do any sort of dance. Solos. Any sort of dance. Okay, but I started like with solos, which is how I like started with solos. Period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Word. I love that. And then, um, yeah. Did you play any other sports besides soccer? Or just dance? You just started No, I tried a few when I was in kindergarten, but those don't count. Oh, yeah. <laughs> those those are just, yeah. <laughs> those are bad. just um, in the past. Yep. <laughs> never to be talked about again. <laughs> and then, okay, now back to Let's Dance. You danced there, and then when did you start teaching? Because now you're a teacher and a choreographer. Yes. Did you do that in high school? Um, I started teaching... Actually, I think it was closer to middle school, maybe seventh grade. I started teaching private lessons. And so I'd take like the kids I taught from team and help them with their solos and stuff. But yeah, so I started around seventh grade. That's pretty slay. Mm-hmm. As a middle schooler, you're like, yes, I am the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, I will tell you how it's done. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, word. Um, yeah, do you like teaching? Or not as much. Obviously, like, dancing more. Yeah. It depends on the kids kids and the age group, for sure. Like, I originally started teaching little kids, and now if I have to teach, like, kids that are, like, three and four, I can only stand, like, a half an hour. I'm like, no, I'm done. So, like, (laughs) yeah. I've kind of stopped teaching little kids unless it's, like, ones that I've choreographed for, like, have a special place in my heart just because I'm, like... I feel like I'm on the meaner side of a teacher, which is terrible, but I'm I'm very straightforward and I'm like, okay, fix this, fix this. And I'll like I'll obviously give them compliments too, but That's nice. Yep. <laughs> that's necessary, but um I don't know. I like working with older kids who are more competent and can fix things quicker and who have more yeah. self awareness. Yeah. And I can like go in depth with them, explain things to them and they, they get it. So yeah, yeah, if you were to teach me, I'd literally be like the three-year-old. <laughs> I would be like, I am incompetent. I, think I don't I have know taught anything. you how to do a pirouette before. It took yeah. a while, but I still don't it, think I got there. it. I still don't know what that move actually means. Or yeah, is. 
yeah you have like a whole like dance floor in your basement with like a big mirror yeah well also because your sisters are dancers like you guys just eat sleep and breathe dance pretty much it's like yeah but so it makes sense to have like a little practice floor Mm -hmm. and a mirror so i was like trying to do what was it pirouette pirouette yeah yeah i don't know what that means but (laughs) it's the turn oh yeah one random turn i was teaching i know how to do it no, I don't know how to do a turn, but I do She can try. I can try. Mm-hmm. I might fall over. <laughs> but she'll try. <laughs> <laughs> That's what matters. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'll try, but yeah, you said you're like a very straightforward, which is good. You don't like to waste time, dance around the things you're like, okay, fix this. This is how you do it. Okay, let's take it from the top again. Yeah, and I'm, I am, I like to think of myself as an efficient teacher because... The teachers who you come in and you're just wasting time all day, we're like, okay, we're here for so long anyway. Like, let me go home. Let me, let me get productivity. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. Yeah, and so I kind of try to be straight to the point, get what we need done, so that we don't have to waste time. Get it. Mm-hmm. Even in like school, when you'd go in for class and it would take a hot minute for the teachers to get their stuff organized from the last class. And, you know, get ready for this class and then taking attendance and then letting people talk. I'm like, come on, let's just get on mm-hmm. with the show. Yeah. Because I'm also like, we're here to learn. Don't waste our time. Like, I could be taking a power nap. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> like, come on, let's just get her done. Mm-hmm. And then just less out early or something. But just once the bell rings, let's just get get right into it and get crack-a-lacking. Yep. So I like that. Efficiency. That's awesome because that is what's necessary. And because that does not waste time because I hate, like, wasting people's time and them wasting mine. I'm also impatient, so. Yeah. <laughs> Word. Um, now, from Let's Dance, then you did that up until senior year. And then from there, you had the question of are you going to still pursue dance mm-hmm. or are you going to go to college and do dance on the side? So what was your kind of approach when thinking about kind of what two lives you could have after dance? Because Let's Dance Studio only goes up until high school. Like, you can't do any more after that unless you just wanted to teach Mm -hmm. or maybe try to do business side of it. Maybe. But um, I don't know. That was a really, really big question for me. And I knew that I wanted to dance. It was just where because with dance, there's so many options and so many places that you can go to. Um, cause you can go to college and you can do like just dance team or you could go to college and you could like learn about dance and study it and get a degree in it. Or you could do a program and kind of just do like a short little spurt of everything that you could learn in college in a short amount of time, which is like hell, but also like great because then you get to go into the professional field quicker, which is what I ended up doing after a long long hard debate and a lot of talking and crying with my parents but that's that's normal i feel maybe (laughs) maybe not but i feel like that puts a like that has you put a lot of thought into it so i think that's good that you're a very like logical like okay how will this affect my career my life like what kind of choices do i want to make within this path so i feel like you're very like a very realist like how can i make this work and obviously you're making it work. Yeah. So it all paid off. Are you happy with your decision to do 
taps then overall yes like if i had to go back i would do it again i think maybe it was like military boot camp for dancers like it was traumatic and probably one of the most difficult things in my life but at the same time like it created the best memories and taught me so much and i feel like at taps like i grew as a person a lot and i became very independent which was actually like one of the things i loved the most about vegas was just like being independent and creating my own schedule but yeah which is wonderful and i have that freedom um but what so how's the process of getting into taps and what does TAPS stand for? TAPS stands for Theater Arts Preparatory School, which is kind of an interesting name. Because it's very bougie. Yeah. Like, when you say TAPS, it's like, okay, what's TAPS? But when you say the full thing, Theater Arts Preparatory School, that's mm-hmm. like, yo, I know her. <laughs> well, and then if I say TAPS, they're like, oh, so do you tap only dance? do TAP dance? And I'm like, no. Like, I feel like I probably You definitely that. have, but that's that's a good assumption. Like, it's literally called TAPS. Because I'm like, like, I didn't know you TAP dance. Yeah, and I, I didn't before tap or TAPS, and then I did, um, which was scary because I went in knowing nothing, and I came out knowing a lot, which was great. Um, what was the question again? Oh, how do you, uh, like, get into TAPS or, like, you oh, have yeah. to try out or submit an application or how does that work? I ended up going to Vegas, actually, which is where it's at. And I did an in-person audition. First, I had to submit, like, a video. And I was like, here, I'm interested, whatever. Here's my resume, which I had no idea how to build a dancer resume. So it was, like, actually terrible. But he – and then in class, he actually used my resume as an example of what not to do. And I was like, oh, great. No way. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, all right. Wait, but like, how was it bad? There was – In a dance resume, like, you need minimal words, something that's just, like, quick. You can see really fast. And what I had was, like, write-ups of each job I've had and, like, years and everything. Whereas in, like, a it's dance resumes are just completely different from normal resumes. Yes. I feel like just the whole dance world is a lot different because you would be considered, like, the showbiz or the entertainment business. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, what I'm trying to do is, like, I don't know finance business like business company business yeah <laughs> maybe that makes me sound so unintelligent no 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 <laughs> you're fine that makes i sense. might get excommunicated from <laughs> the field you're like you're actually not allowed in you're here anymore you're actually not allowed to be practicing this type of business anyway but yeah but you're in the dancer showbiz um that kind of business so i feel like it would definitely be mm-hmm. very different yeah. because now you need like a a resume, a website, like a... A headshot. A headshot. A demo reel of oh, your gosh. dancing. And so yeah. did you have to put all that together? Did you have somebody, like, help you? You have to do it all yourself, but, like, at TAPS, they teach you how to do it. So did you have, nice. like, in, like, classes where you, like, sit down at a computer and do it? Or do they tell you and then you just go do it by yourself? They, they'll show examples. Like, we have... Just, like, yours examples of what not to do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. He, like, <laughs> took all of our resumes we submitted... Wait, let's go back to that. I submitted a resume, and then I went and I auditioned, and then he showed me the apartments and then said I was accepted, and then I had a little while to, like, be like, okay, yeah, I want to go or not, but basically that's how I got in. Anyways, um, then on Fridays, like, during the tap, like, during tops, we would usually start with singing from, like, 
<laughs> that was fun. That yes. was And scary. to give a background of that, you don't sing. Like, no. That is not like nope. your, your thing. Never. So this is very much like show business, entertainment business. Yes. And it's not just dance. You're doing, it's a preparatory school. Yep. Theater arts. Yes. Preparatory school. Yeah. To be exact. Exactly. So you learn singing, dancing, and, and acting. acting. Mm-hmm. So you got the three big pillars in the entertainment. Yeah. And so on Fridays, you started with singing until like um, 11.30. And then you got lunch from 11.30 to 12. And then you would usually have like an hour of a hour and a half class of either acting, like it would be acting one week or then the next week it'd be like business management where you would learn about headshots, demo reels, which is like clips of your dancing and how to put it together, how to build your resume, how to build your website, kind of just basic stuff, how to look at um, a contract and see anything that's sketchy or, you know, that type of stuff. But any scammers out there yeah trying to (laughs) there's a lot so you got to be careful and you're in vegas right yeah that too (laughs) and i feel like vegas is a very show business thing where they're trying to obviously you know get talented people but also looking at oh are there maybe young people to this industry that we can kind of con yeah but for sure at least they teach you all that and i like the different sections so how long um, I know you said in the morning, like Friday morning till 1130, you would sing. What time did you start? We started at nine, which was really nice because it's a little, little, a little bit of a later start. But also the apartments we stayed at were like a 25 minute drive from the studio. And so that's kind of long. It is. It's very <laughs> long. Um, and so we had to wake up early anyway. It was kind of like you're waking up for a normal school day. But yeah. I love how I love how you're like oh yes at nine which is nice my earliest class was 9 25 and that was like dreadful to get up and i literally lived across from my first <laughs> class <That's laughs> but, funny. My, but my lifestyle like we oh my friend and i also came down to visit you mm-hmm. and got to see your whole life and everything like that but we compared schedules and my schedule compared to your schedule yeah ooh, vastly it- different <laughs> Just a little bit, but also because everything was squished into six terrible months, you know, like really yeah. hard. But but yeah. so you're being modest. My schedule was much easier than yours. <laughs> but like you said, yours was kind of like boot camp. Yeah. Which is like, ooh. Mm-hmm. Like nine to three, which doesn't seem like a lot, but then you have a half an hour lunch break. And then other than like the singing and the acting, it was just straight dance and... Yeah, that was a little bit difficult. And they would, like, criticize you, right? Oh, you always had to yeah. be on. If you came in and you looked sleepy, like, they would kick your butt. It was <laughs> terrible. but So that's kind of like the boot camp part. For sure. And they would, and it, like, yell and make sure you're on it. If you were slacking, they would let you know. <laughs> in like, front okay, of great. everyone. Uh-huh. Like, my, oh, my car got stolen one day, which oh, was yeah. great. <laughs> Um, I thought I was in like a secure apartment. Nope. They, Cause they don't even have security cameras like in the parking lot. And so my teacher got really, really mad at the apartments for like lying to us, but that was, that was something else. Anyways, I, it was kind of a traumatic few days and I was still expected to come in and be a hundred percent on, like we had auditions that day and then the next day and in between classes, I was trying to like get my car back, um, and figure out where it went and Yeah. 
Oh gosh. And so when you say auditions, so while you're at, what's it? Okay. Going back. What is the purpose of TAPS? Like, why do people choose to do TAPS, this six-month program, instead of any other form of um, dance? Like, why do they go into TAPS? Mostly because it's a quicker way to get into the industry. And a lot of the times it's cheaper as well. Because if you do a... For your college, you get a degree, but then a lot of the times people are like, okay, like I'm 120,000 down and I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this degree. We're at TAPS, like you, you technically get a degree, but like you don't really. And it's more of like a... a you inter- get an expertise and yeah. the knowledge. Yes. It's more of like an introduction into the field where you're auditioning during the school and... Yeah, it's just basically a quicker way to get into the working industry. And which is the dancing industry or just, you know, showbiz entertainment. Mm -hmm. So you said during TAPS, you'll have, uh, what are they, interview? No. Auditions? Yes. Sorry. I just spaced. It's okay. I couldn't think of it either. I was like, oh. I'm like, interview. I'm like, (laughs) but you have auditions. Mm -hmm. So how does a typical audition work? And do you need... Like a manager, representation agency, or so, like how do you get into all that? Yeah. So some auditions, it's like you have to have an agent or you have to have your agent like get you into the audition. But there's also open call auditions, which is all auditions are the same, whether or not you have an agent or not. It's just which ones you can get into. And an audition usually starts, you come in, you give them your headshot, your resume, you fill out all your information. Then you usually sit in a waiting room for a while. After that, you go into a studio. You learn the combo in what I want to say is like 15, 20 minutes. And it'll be like a minute and 30 of just straight choreography. And they'll give you like a prompt of like what you're doing, what's the background of the dance, like all that stuff. And then they'll separate you into groups of like usually three or four or five, I don't know, smaller groups, and you have to do it in front of them, and they'll just play the music, and they'll just keep calling you out, and then they will either cut you or keep you, and if you're cut, you leave. If you kept, then you basically got to repeat the process until it gets to either your, like, final few people where they're like, okay, great, we're putting you in the system, or okay, great, you have the job. Wow. Or or we'll get back to you, and then it takes forever, and then you're just, like, sitting there... <laughs> Basically, you got to audition and then forget about the audition because sometimes they don't get back to you for like three, four months. Oh, my gosh. I would not like that uncertainty. Like, I'm a very structured, even though I'm going with the flow, but I like to know what is happening and what is coming up. So I don't like that kind of uncertainty, but kudos to you. And when you walk into audition, you got to be ready for like anything. Like they could ask you to sing. They could ask you to act. They could ask you to tap, like tumble. It's whatever they want to show, you basically do. (laughs) And you don't really have an idea of what is coming unless they post something and are like, hey, like this is what we're doing. But usually they don't stick with that anyways. So. So it's pretty much you go in, you know what you have to do on the spot and mm-hmm. you just gotta do it you bring and, everything you need yeah. and so that's cool that how taps prepares you with the singing and acting because mm-hmm. 
yeah, what was your like first impression when they said, okay, we're also learning singing and acting because you your main field is dance. You don't really have any background singing Mm-mm. or necessarily or even theater choir. acting. Yeah. yeah. So how did you approach that? And how has your journey with singing and acting come so far? <laughs> um, originally, when I first learned about it, I was really, really scared. But then I, I knew somebody who had gone there prior. Um, and so I kind of asked her and I was like, how good do you already have to be in singing and acting? And she's like, you can come in with no experience. So I was like, great. That's what I'm doing. Um, same with actual tap came in with no experience but then they they really do a good job of breaking it down and taking it slow because a lot of us have never sang before because we're all primarily dancers and yeah you first start out and you're all in a group and you like learn how to warm up learn how to what part of your voice to use and then every we had an easy day so to say and that consisted of like um tap class and then a singing private and so once a week I would have a singing private and that helped a lot with like how to sing and whatever and my teacher was like you actually have really good um I don't even know what it's called but I could like match a note sorry for anybody who can sing out there and I'm like I have no idea but I could I I can match a note (laughs) um what is slay I cannot even think of the word right now that's actually terrible pitch no yeah match the pitch you can um <laughs> sorry all the singers you, you can um copy the note anyway I don't know. you know how to match yeah. the note and the tone yes and i Word. can hear where the note is and i can just start right on that note but maybe it was from band maybe the <laughs> percussion days are really pulling through <laughs> that's um. why they have band be mandatory there you even go. when you have no expertise and you probably won't use it but for the off chance you do need that expertise mm-hmm. it comes in a clutch yeah and then from there like you don't really have an option to be scared or anything because then you have to go every friday during like the singing mornings you have to sing by yourself in front of everybody in front of your peers off of just a straight track or can you sing in front of us for right now no (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) unless you're unless you're about to play that piano no (laughs) we had a piano guy and i loved him so much and you they also taught you how to like read music talk to a pianist tell you tell them where you need to start where you you need to fancy terms of the pianist So I like worked with him and you have to go up to him while everybody else is sitting in the room. I feel like that's the scariest thing is all your peers are sitting right there listening to you and like watching your journey of being not able to sing at all to like being okay. And um, so you walk in, it's they act like it's an audition and they, as you're walking, like people will be like, okay, like what's your name? Where are you from? What's your age? You know? And then you go to the pianist and you're like okay this is where i'm starting this is where i'm ending this is my tempo and then your like pitch is already in there and then you walk to the middle and you just gotta sing in front of everybody and then in front of everybody once you're done like our instructor also gives us just notes like straight up and sometimes he makes you go again and you're not prepared for that but he's like okay go again and it's very scary especially if you've never sang before so yeah you don't really get an option to be scared you just got to do it. <laughs> you just got to push through it. You don't have time to even think about being scared. No. Because 
you're worried that you're going to get yelled at yeah. if you take a millisecond to even worry. <laughs> mm-hmm. And if you're, like, too timid when you're saying, he'll make you do it over until yeah. you're fine. Like, and it's oh, like, gosh. oh, gosh. And how many people are in TAPS with you that are watching? Um, It's a smaller class, thank goodness. But it was, like, 25 or 27. Gotcha. And how many people are in TAPS overall? 25 or 27. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, like, you're with, like, the same people, which... 24-7? 24-7. Jeez. Which... And you live some with dramatic, of, but you live with uh, one of the girls, right, or two of them. Two of them. Well, two of them. Yeah. Yes, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, that singing, mm-hmm. acting. Now, what was the acting like for you? And same- oh wait, actually, before we wait, and because dance is a competitive industry, very, and it's very it, stressful, and especially in taps, everybody's having the same kind of goal. Mm-hmm. They want to book gigs. They want to do jobs and make money out of vegas like yeah that's what everyone's here for so it's like these are the people you're training with but also in a sense these are your competition mm-hmm. so and also in a it, sense you're supposed to make friends so it's like yes it's a cutthroat it really industry. is and there was a lot of behind the back stuff but like that's kind of to be expected in it's such not a the high... north dakota nice no <laughs> <laughs> no you kind of gotta leave that behind <laughs> there's obviously some people that i was like i love you and i will be friends with you for the rest of my life but yeah there are some where you're like don't be there's some where i'm like i'm not sure if i want to see you again (laughs) which is fair you're not gonna like everybody respectfully Mm -hmm. she's respectful everybody (laughs) respectfully yeah i Uh, love it (laughs) yeah okay so i have one more singing question so what kind of songs would you sing were they like songs you knew or just like some of them yeah, what kind of them like give some examples um some of them were ones i knew like i sang um which is bad i should really remember this but i haven't practiced them in a while and it's from anastasia anastasia hold on let me let me Wait. think cut this out <laughs> Wait, um is it like anastasia <laughs> It, no, 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 no. Anastasia? Anastasia? I think it is. I think it is. Okay, I have no. what's her show. songs? Um, A Beautiful World. <laughs> Hold on. Let me, let me look this up. Sorry. Bro, that's okay. That is okay. You caught me off guard with the examples. <laughs> Anastasia <laughs> songs. Journey to the Past. Okay, Journey to the Past. Okay. And then what Wait, else? Well, I'll say, uh, so if you wouldn't mind, what would be some examples of songs you would sing? Like, did you know them? Were they pop? What kind um, of genre? Give us some examples. Yeah. So I knew some of them just from hearing them around. Like, one of them was Journey to the Past from Anastasia. Anastasia? Anna- Anastasia? Anastasia. <laughs> there you go. Okay, if you say that word too many times, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I know. I'm like, mm. Technically, I don't it's have to a say movie, that. Right? It's, a, it's a Disney movie? Yeah, that's a Disney movie. Okay, Journey to the... What? Journey to the Past. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so that one's like a slower, like, sad. And then there's, like, If They Can See Me Now, which is really, like, musical theater, upbeat. And what's that from? Sweet Charity, the musical. I've never Ooh. seen it, Haven't but I just seen know either it. either of them. So, you know, mm. I mean, since you know them, you could just sing for us. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like your whole life goal is just to, like, get me to sing in front of <laughs> <laughs> I feel like anytime we're together, you're like, can you sing? And I'm like, mm, no. 
I want to be seeing your talent that you've invested into uh, for the last six months. That's only for producers. It does not come outside oh, of there. But okay, yeah. maybe for my birthday. We'll get you to okay. sing Journey to the Past. Or- Great. Is that what the song's called? Yep, yep. Okay, from good. Anastasia. Maybe some, like, karaoke, but... Good. Okay. Once we're 21, we'll go out to the bars. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then there's Walking on... I would love that. There's Walking, walking on Sunshine. On sunshine. Oh, I did that I know one. that one. What's that? What's... Who sings that? Mm, don't what ask. movie? I used to know. I don't remember. Okay. We're, what movie? Do you want me to look it up? Yeah, let's get some fact check. All right, all right. I want to say, for some reason, I might get hated on for this but is it like abba <laughs> uh, um, i swear if it is kendra and the waves yeah i've never heard of wait katrina and the waves katrina and the waves. <laughs> okay we're just out here butchering these songs <laughs> oh yeah that was okay. one of like my first ones and then there's ones that like i've never heard before and you, you have, have to, to learn sing it mm-hmm. you have to learn it and he'll make you dry run it too so you'll have the mm. lyrics and you just they'll just play the track and you just gotta like assume and guess where it's supposed to be i think that's where the fire would go down and that's the fire in a bad way yeah (laughs) (laughs) the fire would be laid down in front of the producers Mm -hmm. but the fire um the learning ashes oh uh, sorry i'm trying to make like a metaphor like comparison i I got i'm kind of following i'm trying to follow okay i'm like kind of confused with myself too anyway (laughs) (laughs) i love that thank you i appreciate it yeah uh Anyway, was there something else you wanted to add with the singing? Sorry, I kind of cut you off. Oh, no. Just when you were doing, like, the dry runs, that's kind of where I found that I could find the tone and find the pitch and find the tempo. Again, sorry, singers. Um, Look at all that singing theater words. They might not be used correctly, but they're there. (laughs) That's okay. You know the words. Again, I'm not a singer. I just sing to get by, but... She sings to get gigs. Yeah. (laughs) Amazing. Mm -hmm. So then now I want to transition over your acting journey because this was something that you also really had no idea Mm -hmm. about. So how did that look, learning it? Um, That was much the same as singing. If you were scared, you were... Mm. If you're scared, they would call you out. (laughs) There you go. You would get publicly humiliated. So it's a learning moment. It's a learning moment. (laughs) But yeah. Yeah. So they would give you, we started out with like a song and we had to dissect that, which was pretty easy. It was like all coming back to me from Celine Dion. So we all pretty much knew that. Wait, what song was it? All coming back to me from Celine Dion. Sorry. you bet like oh it's all coming back to me like 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 literally like it's coming yeah. back to me now <laughs> i was like oh wait is it like my heart will go on <laughs> no <laughs> anyway That's it's so funny it's all coming back mm-hmm. to me the song by celine dion yes you'd have to act to it well first we had to break it down so mm. that we knew like it what it was first. about we didn't actually act it out we just like that was like the first step of like learning okay, here's the behind the scenes. This is what a script means. Like, this is what she's meaning. And then from there, we took that kind of, like, knowledge and we got scripts. And we would have to, one by one, sometimes, go up in front of everybody again and just act out the script. And then each person would have to do it, but we'd have to make different, like, choices within the script. And, like, being that there was 25 of us, 
you had to like be very creative with being different from everybody else, which was really, really hard. So I'd always try to go first just to like get it over with because then he could make fun of me and it'd be okay because it was my, it was like the first person to go. So period. And people always forget the first person. Exactly. They remember the last. Yes. And everybody at that point is stressing about going themselves. So they're not really listening to you anyway. Yeah. They, they don't care about your performance. They care about theirs. Yeah. And they're worried about them being publicly humiliated. So mm-hmm. you just go, well, nobody really cares. Yeah. At first That's I... That's a smart move. Well, at first I started <laughs> going last and I was like, no. Mm-mm. So then at towards the end, I'd go first. But towards the end of like the semester, I'd go first. And then there was some scenes where you... It got like deep. Like there was one where... We were, like, literally supposed to kiss each other, but we chose a different direction just because we didn't want to kiss each other. Like, it was me Wait. and, like, my friend. <laughs> and we're like, no. <laughs> Wait, um, what was this, um... Like, like what scene? Like, um, was it, like, a prompt or... Yeah, because you got a script, and in the script, it was literally, like, kiss here. And I was like, no. So we did, like, something, <laughs> like... I don't remember So what were we your coaches and teachers, like, fine with that? Yeah, because it's okay. acting, you know, like you're you're supposed to. Oh, and you improv, you you can act mm-hmm, on the acting. Mm-hmm. That and confuses me, Loki, in my brain. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> and there was like three guys, so like those guys, like obviously kissed the girls, but then it was like me and this other girl, and we're like, no, we're not doing that. So we like respectfully like, decline. respectfully decline, and we made a different choice, and we got we're like they're like great choice, and we're like great thanks. What was the choice? You hugged or something? I don't remember. It was kind of traumatic, so I just kind of <laughs> like it's in the back of my brain. I just remember we didn't. Um, and then I think I think we did. I don't know. I think we turned it into a fight instead somehow. Oh, but I don't remember how. Violence is always the key. Yeah, when you don't want to kiss, assault <laughs> your best friend. Um. <laughs> But yeah, and then there was one where like you're supposed to be crying and like somebody's telling their mom that the other person had cancer or some something very, very deep. And it's like you and this random person, you might be best friends with them. You might like hate them, but it doesn't matter because you have to go up there and you have to put on a like a telling show, something believable. And yeah. And if you were scared, then you'd get judged for it <laughs> by by our instructor and he'd tell you to do it again and fix it and make it better. Oh, very very cutthroat but i'm kind of like grateful for that because i'm very straight to the point right and if something's bad tell me so i can fix it because if you don't tell me then it's not going to get fixed and it's just going to stay the same and i'm going to embarrass myself more along the road so you can embarrass yourself not around your taps friends but around producers exactly that can get you the job yeah so i guess i like the way that you look at it um and how does it like affect your mental health if i can ask because i feel like it's a very competitive cutthroat uh industry mm-hmm. and you're still in it you're still working in it yeah like how how do you cope and how do you manage Are you talking all of in, that expectation like in general or just during taps um kind of both so during taps the first month was like totally fine cuz everything was new and i was like having fun living my best life I thought I was going to be homesick because I'm very much a family person, but I was fine. I was living my best life. And then and then as we got closer to like break is when just exhaustion hits and you're constantly like tired of being on. And I don't know, you almost just kick into survival mode and you get through it because you don't really have an option otherwise. So I don't know, you get through it. And then 
that's kind of how second semester was too. And then, yeah, now it's hard definitely to like not know what's coming next and be so up in the air, but I have a good support system. And I, if I get very, like recently I've been very anxious about where my life is taking me because there's like a job that I could move away in six days, six days, and go to Vegas for a full year and live there and not like be able to take too many trips back home or I don't get that job and then I have to stay here and then I have to like go travel to other auditions and it's like very up in the air very stressful very anxiety like causing yeah I'm not sure if that was the right term no yeah I that's the right term anxiety provoking yeah there, no, we get better. the gist. It causes anxiety. There you go. Um, but yeah, it definitely helps to have my family behind me because if something's really bothering me, I can just talk it out. And usually when you talk it out, you're like, okay, we're fine. We can do this. But yeah. Yeah, I, for the uncertainty aspect, that that's tough. That's challenging. And yeah, you would move away literally in six days, but mm-hmm. you don't even know. I don't even know yet. So... It's like your your life, your next move is literally in the hands of the industry, mm-hmm. which can be scary. Yes. Um, Especially ma- trying to make plans with friends and stuff. I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. know where I'm going to be, and I would love to tell you, and I feel so bad that I can't, but, like, I don't know. <laughs> but that's, like, that's your profession. That's mm-hmm. what you chose to do and want to do. So, like, obviously, like, I respect that. Like, good for you. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um. But I'm just like, I feel bad that you that you don't know where you're going. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'll be at school, so it's not like we can see each other in person. But I'm, I'm like, I just feel bad that you don't know mm-hmm. where you are going to be within even the, even the next seven days. <laughs> I could be across the country living for there for the rest of my year or here. Who knows? Oh, gosh. Yeah. But it helps, too, because, like, that's my passion. That's what I've chosen to mm-hmm. do. And so it's like... It's not like it's just up in the air because it has to be. Like, it's because I kind of want it to be, but... Yeah. yeah. Like, you chose this path, but obviously with every path, there are pros and cons. It's not yeah. like, you're like, oh, I want... <coughs> Why do you have a blue scroll? Did you hear that? Can we, like, keep that in there? Just just replay that over and over so voice crack. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't think... I, like, never get voice cracks. That was funny. Hmm. That was a weird one. Mm-hmm. I, like, felt that... <laughs> The octave go higher. Yeah. There you go. Music term. Music term. What if I play guitar? Would you sing? No. <laughs> <laughs> no chance. Dang it. Maybe. You know maybe I'm still going to keep trying. Maybe on your 21st when we're in the bar. Yes. Let's karaoke. go. Let's go. Mm-hmm. You heard it here. I'm going to play this for you. <laughs> so I was like, here's your proof. You said you would. Come here's on. your proof. I'm pulling it up. I know the seconds. It's been one hour and... 12 minutes and 40 seconds about great is where you said that great i remember that all right <laughs> for my 21st i will i'll be practicing okay please do <laughs> <laughs> okay so now i just want to pivot a little bit into any dance misconceptions that there may be and how you kind of respond to that um i mean there's there's lots of kind of dance misconceptions because it's not a cleared follow path like followed path so not too many people know about it or like what it is and so a lot of the times it's like oh you dance can you do the splits and I'm like yeah like (laughs) like 
<laughs> that's kind of like I definitely have asked you that <laughs> but it's like I'm like Megan hit the splits hit the yeah. splits <laughs> or it's like oh do you like turn in a circle do you spin and I'm like <laughs> I I turn sure <laughs> but a lot of the times it's like okay so you're a dancer so you do like prima ballerina and like there's just a lot more to dance than oh the... you're like in the nutcracker yeah <laughs> Which like a, a bunch of people do, so great. But like yeah. I per- actually I have I, I forgot. Was, like I, I forgot. I, I was like I, did. I know you did the Nutcracker for dance. Okay, yeah. I was thinking like like studio puts on Nutcracker. No, like I was in the Moscow Ballet Nutcracker, Eurasian variation. Get it? Arabian I mean... variation. Let's oh, let's you... fix that. Let's fix <laughs> Arabian variation. <laughs> We're out here butchering. <laughs> All of the names? Oh, I just heard a voice crack. This Leave that in there. Need... I'm leaving this in there. Nope, for Stella, this is going to need heavy editing right here. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> We've been butchering every single name, and I Literally, apologize. Yeah. I had a voice, but your voice crack, like, I didn't even, that wasn't even noticeable. Good. Mine Good. was like, mine was bad. <laughs> I, like, felt it's the voice line in my vocal cords yeah this is new for me so this is kind of like stressful i've never done something like this but like podcast or talk like podcast (laughs) i mean i've talked but i haven't like just straight talked about my life like i feel like that's this is great yeah the spotlight's on you Mm -hmm. stressful a little bit more stressful than no you're doing somehow you just like that was low-key military boot camp and that was the most stressful thing in the world and And i'm like this is worse To anyone listening, please be the a guest on the podcast, I swear. No, no, no. Stella's doing a great job. Stella's, <laughs> mis- yep, great job. Any misconceptions? Megan is saying. <laughs> yeah, no. Please, no, but come, you're doing- please come on the next podcast. It's great. But, <laughs> but personally, I'm struggling. No, you're honestly doing really, really well. Thanks, Stella. Yes, okay. you're welcome. Okay, moving on. Um, any other misconceptions? Oh, um, I guess we never really finished that. But no. That's okay. And a lot of the times it's like, oh, is it like dance moms, like competitive dancing? Sometimes, oh, yeah. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, yes, like the drama, 100%. Like half of that is probably not staged. But also like we don't learn new dances every single week. But yeah. So you don't learn new dances every single week? No, like for competition, like they learn new dances and then they go compete it like the weekend. And it's like, no, that's actually not reasonable. I was going to say, I've never watched Dance Moms. I've seen clips. I know some of the girls that are in there, not like personally, but like I know some Mm -hmm. of the people that are in Dance Moms. And obviously, you know, the fighting, (laughs) the fighting, (laughs) the drama, the crying, the, um, detrimental mental mm-hmm. eh, like degrading but yeah. yeah and i'm like yeah yeah for sure so there's always the can you do the splits do you spin okay so now let's kind of end this main part with the daunting question what's next that's a good question i don't know but like the end goal is to be Personally, like, it's not, like, a great end goal, but I really want to do a cruise ship contract because I feel like it'd be really fun to just travel, dance, and get paid for it. So, like, that's something that I want to do. It's, like, on my bucket list. It's not really an end goal, but that's a bucket list item. And then basically any residency, like, that's what I'm trying to get into. That's kind of what's happening next. 
and the residency is like a Vegas residency where you just dance at like the win. <laughs> Wait, yeah, <laughs> sorry, or like that's okay. That's an example, like a residency, like you just. A, okay. a residency <laughs> is a place where you like have a show and it's just like a constant. long constant yeah. contract. Yes. Okay. It so doesn't necessarily of, have to be in Vegas or at the Wynn. It could be <laughs> anywhere in the United States. Okay, my best any... Caesar's Palace. Sure. <laughs> sure. I don't even know if they oh. have a good ballroom stage, but Thanks. Yeah. So then the Wynn. <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at me whipping out my resorts names in Vegas. Yeah. Or like Word. in a Cirque show, they have residencies too. In a what? Cirque de Soleil. A circus show? Yeah. And, well, oh. it's called like a Cirque show, a but cir- it's like mm-hmm. Cirque de Soleil or something. I think Cirque de Soleil. <laughs> Cirque de Soleil. Yeah, probably you can pronounce Wait, it better. Cirque but... de Soleil, like sleigh? Cirque de, and then Soleil. De. Oh, it's like soleil. Circus of the Sun in another language. I was like Circus of the Soleil. <laughs> circus of the Soleil. <laughs> Okay. No, but they have like residencies too, where it's okay. like circ acts plus dancers plus. Would you be in the circus? Immediate. Um, I'd probably be the dancer part of the circus. <laughs> <laughs> um, why not? Why you should be like the magician or something. Moment of silence for that comment. <laughs> <laughs> um, I probably would not be very good at that. I think you'd be wonderful. Thanks. Yeah. For the confidence. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Or what about a trapeze artist? Is that what they're called? Like trapeze, like The ones swinging? that swing? Yes, like what Zendaya did in The Grey Showman, like where you swing Actually, from the... Actually, some dancers do have to do that. And I was like, that would be kind of fun. Are you I... afraid of heights? Mm, yes and no. Like there's silks, which is where it's like a piece of fabric hanging from the ceiling and you have to like climb on it and do like tricks on it and like dance flow so to say on a piece of silk and i've oh, done that which is fun bro you have to have the upper body strength. you do because it's very you're difficult. not in a harness you're i i've seen videos you have videos where you're like way up mm-hmm. by the ceiling but you're just holding yourself up by your arms i'm like my yeah. arms could never i can't even do a push-up and if you <laughs> lose your footing or if you accidentally like put your hand on like the wrong part of the silk and let go of your other one you're gonna fall and i've i've done it before thankfully at like a low height but like it's it's a very risky thing to do but when people can do it correctly it it's really good and fun oh gosh mm-hmm. that sounds so hard but good for you like you said this is your profession that is not my expertise <laughs> awesome well thanks for answering kind of those main main kind of questions mm-hmm. that i had for the main part of the conversation so now we're getting into rapid fire questions even though i looked back on these questions and I noticed some of them, like, low-key can't be rapid-fire, but we're still going to categorize all these questions as rapid-fire questions. Great. So, um, interpret the questions as you will, thus being rapid, but, like, take your time. Okay. But not too much time. Hashtag efficiency. All right. (laughs) Okay, what is advice you would give to those who are scared to follow their dream? Just do it, because if you don't, if you truly want to do it, do it. Because if you don't, you're always going to be thinking like, oh, what could have happened if I didn't follow that path? And it might be scary, but yeah, 
go for it try it out if it doesn't work you don't have to stay there you can go back my parents are always like when I was trying to decide where I wanted to go they were like all you got to do is take a step it doesn't have to be the right step and you can take a step back after if it's not the right step but you need to take a baby step in order to know if that's what's for you and so if you're scared take a baby step see if it's for you if not take another step but do it otherwise you might regret it or constantly question what could have came from it I love it. No regrets. No regrets. So now, speaking of regrets, <laughs> do you regret not going to a four-year college? There's some parts where I'm like, oh, that could have been fun to just, like, live in a dorm and, like, kind of just do that college lifestyle. Um, but overall, I don't think so. No, because I did get that for a short period of time through TAPS. And then also, like, I am getting a degree online. It's not obviously in person, but I am still getting a degree. So overall, I feel like I'm kind of getting a little bit of both worlds, which is really nice. So no, I don't think so. Amazing. Okay, your best memory of TAPS. Hmm. <laughs> I got to think on it this one. doesn't just roll off the tongue. I got to think of this one. Um, we can also come back to that. Oh, She's got it. I got it. Okay. There this may not be a best memory, but this is like <laughs> a memory. A memory. Um that really sticks out to me. Okay. So there is this girl, her name is Bonnie Story. She is a choreographer for um High School Musical, all the High School Musical movies. And she came in and was like teaching us and then she basically was like to me, she's like you're doing it, you're doing it great. Like come do it by yourself. And I was like okay, good. Like, let's do this. This is great. Like, she noticed me, whatever. So that was a high moment, right? And then immediately it went to probably my lowest moment at TAPS ever. So then I, she plays the music and I instantly forget all the choreo, forget everything I'm supposed to do. So I'm just standing there as the music's going. And usually you're like supposed to improv, but in that moment I was just like, no, like I could not even like continue and pretend like I knew what I was doing because I knew, I didn't know it at all. And then she was like, it's okay, like, we'll, we'll go restart the music. And so she goes and restarts the music. And I was like, girl, I don't know if you, like, expect me to, like, somehow remember the choreo in this 10 seconds that you're restarting the music. But I didn't. And so then it just was, like, a downhill spiral. And I just could not remember anything because I was just, like, so stressed. Like, so happy that she picked me out, but also so stressed because I – she's a really big person in the industry. And I – yeah, I just got in my head. But then after that, she, like, made everybody do it and then pulled me to the front, and I did it in front, and it was great. And so, yeah, like, my best memory plus also my my lowest, most traumatic memory. <laughs> but, yeah. You can't have the good without the bad. Exactly. That's super cool, though. Now you're going to meet, like, professionals, like, in the industry. Mm -hmm. Like, doing High School Musical, like, what a sleigh. Yeah. So what is your favorite way to relax from the stress of your lifestyle? Um, I really, really like to read. And I'm yeah, a very, she's a reader. She's a bookworm. Yeah, I'm a very big reader. But also, like, if I'm stressed, I like, I'm very, like, need to move. And so I'll, when I'm home, I like to ride bike a lot. Like, I'll go on bike rides or I'll go to the gym and just kind of, like, work off any, like, stress and then yeah and then i'll follow that up by probably sleeping and reading a book <laughs> period mm -hmm. or or the hot tub the hot tub the and hot i tub. were best friends yeah hot we, we were tight <laughs> i love that 
What advice would you give to someone that is trying to do dance full time? Okay, I would probably say don't give up. Like, just just keep going. And anytime it feels impossible, if it's really what you want to do, just just keep going, honestly. I love it. Mm-hmm. Favorite part about living in Vegas? The weather and the and the pool and having freedom and the palm trees. <laughs> so, <laughs> so basically the tropical tropical aspect of it and the freedom of living. The atmosphere. By yeah, for awesome. sure. Favorite dance you have done? I have a lot actually, but there's one where it was like me and my two best friends and we did a trio to all coming back to me and that was like our first trio that we like really really did well at comps and so that was kind of a fun experience and then there's a small group with a chair and it was called same mistake and we basically like just got to flip all over this chair and like fall in the chair which was really fun (laughs) it was it was like a no stress dance it was just fun and then probably my last one was my last trio with my sisters um that was very emotional very a bonding experience so to say but yeah that was a great one what is your favorite gig you've booked thus far i think f1 was probably one of my favorite because i don't know it was such like a big experience like it's basically the super bowl of car racing which i know nothing about but that's just what everybody kept telling me and yeah it was very fun met a lot of cool people a lot of famous people too that i didn't even know were famous but yeah humble who inspires you in personal life and dance life and or dance life um dance life is definitely just other dancers who are doing what I want to do eventually and I find inspiration from them and that's something that also helps keep me motivated to keep going and then personal life 100% my family yeah wonderful so those were kind of it on rapid fire questions now before that I also want to talk about kind of the gigs you've booked But mainly F1. Now, that is super cool, super huge gig that you booked. Like you said, the Super Bowl of race caring. Yeah. Race cars. Racing. I don't don't even know. That's the verb. Super Bowl of racing. And so, who did you perform with? I performed with Jay Belvin. And then also Will I Am. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. And I love this fact. But fun fact. Megan is not up to date with celebrities. And <laughs> I was like, where are you going with this? Yeah, no, I, it's terrible. <laughs> and uh, um, she humbles. Mm-hmm. And uh, accidentally. Accidentally, she did. Um, she didn't. Like, how? Okay. I didn't know. To, in the nicest way, like, how do you not know these are like, <laughs> like, just because how many names were at F1 that you like knew and kind of met? That I knew or that I met? Because those are two different okay, things. Okay, Met. <laughs> Met, probably eight or nine. Wait, could you name them off, like, who you all met? And there were a lot of celebrities just, like, in the stands watching the race. There's that. Okay, yeah, so who were some of the people that you met at F1? So I obviously danced with Jay Belvin, and then um, Will I Am also. 
And then John Legend was there, who, like, I knew. And then Andrea Day, didn't know her. Bishop Brinks. Rise I, up. Let's go. She sings around. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Period. Girl, Period. Yes. Yeah. So she was there. And then Bishop Brinks, which I like met personally, like we were talking. Um, she sings like a river, if any of you oh, guys yeah, know that. Oh, yeah. Like a river. Yeah. And that was like a TikTok famous song or yeah, something. Yeah. And it was very heavily like dance famous too, which was kind of cool. And then Journey was there. Um, I didn't, I didn't even know who they... Like, I knew who they were, but I wasn't sure if it was, like, a singer or a band, so that's kind of terrible. Don't stop believing. Yeah, I knew they sang that, but then... At least you knew the main important part. There you go. And that's what they sang, actually, which is kind of funny. And then Keith Urban was there, Steve Aoki, 30 Seconds to Mars. Yeah. Word. Mm-hmm. So who is the favorite one that you met? Um... I don't know. All great, really we'll say. Yeah, all, all great. of them were great. So now, what was your interaction with J Balvin? Oh, okay. So <laughs> I didn't really know he was that famous, and then I like went to tag him on Instagram, and I was like, "Oh, okay, like you actually are famous." But he was taking pictures and selfies, and like for obviously his Instagram, and he was in an outfit that looked like a traffic cone, and so we were standing there, and we're like. Wow, that's like such a fashion statement. And then he came over to talk to us because, like, I, because obviously we're in the same act. So we were just kind of talking. And then to his face, I go, Wow, that's really a fashion statement to his outfit. And I was like, That's crazy. I don't even know who this guy is. And I just like told him his fit was a fashion statement. And he's got like, oh, like millions of followers. And I was like, My bad. But, and it's probably from like Gucci or Versace or something. Yeah, it's probably like, <laughs> it's like, like a high millions of dollars. And I'm like, <laughs> definitely a fashion, fashion statement, statement. Like, ha, ha, ha. and he's like yes it actually is one of a kind ha, yeah ha, ha. and you're like oh ha, ha. <laughs> it was i was like wow a little bit embarrassed oh that's okay that's okay yeah but so how did the audition go for f1 like how do you even get to be a dancer for f1 for f1 it was actually like on the easier side because i just had to send in my demo reel and my resume and headshot and from there they just kind of like look it over and decide like if you fit the role or if you're good enough to be in it and <laughs> good enough to be in it that sounds so bad but yeah if so then qualified. if you're qualified to be in it and so then yeah they 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 said I was and there I went awesome mm-hmm. and there I went and do you have to practice beforehand Yes, there was a lot of practicing up. Like, there was, like, 4 a.m. Oh, gosh. Practices. And how many days and how long? And was it with uh, the celebrities? The first, like, while we were first learning everything, it wasn't with the celebrities for, like, the first three days. And then the last few days, I think it was, like, two days. And that was, like, the 4 a.m. Like, we would get there at 4 and stay till 4. Like, it was crazy. Um We'd be eating dinner. No, we would get there at 6, stay till 4 a.m. And we'd eat oh. dinner at, like, midnight. And I was like, this is great. But Wait, you'd get there at 6 p.m. or a.m. and stay till... 6 p.m. Six. Oh. Get there at 6 p.m., stay till 4 a.m. Yeah. Why those hours? Because we had to shut down, like, the street because it was, like, had to do with the strip. And so cars were, like, driving on it. So we literally had to shut down, like, in order to practice with, like... Yeah, the celebrities and everything. 
So that's why it's at like those weird times. Mm -hmm. That's why it's in the middle of the night. (laughs) Wow. Very bougie. Mm -hmm. And so they all practice with you. Like who is there? Um, Just with our, like we obviously watched other people like sing their sets before we would rehearse. And then when we rehearsed, it was just like Jay Belvin, Will I Am, and then us. Because each person got like a certain section. But yeah. Okay. Awesome. Mm -hmm. That's super cool. Okay. Now we're into questions from the audience. These are anonymous questions, unless you say you don't want to be anonymous. Um, yeah, go submit questions on the story at The Nest Podcast with Estella. And so the first question is from your sister, Brooke, who is your favorite sister? <laughs> um, not her. Just kidding. Um, Tough it depends. break. It depends on the day, honestly. That's, that's the answer. If she's on my nerves, not her. But if she's not, then maybe her. I don't know. Depends on the day. That's a fair answer, though. Mm-hmm. No, you can't complain with that. Yeah. So what is your dream dance opportunity? I would love to be in a Cirque residency. Cirque de Soleil. Rec- residency. Circus of Slay. Yes. Slay. Yes. <laughs> when did your passion for dance start? We kind of got into that, but. Yeah, I started at age five. But um, I think my passion really, really started to hit, like, Around 14 is when I really put all my all into it. That's awesome. And um, do you plan on going to college or just sticking with dance? Um, I'm going to college for online for graphic design. Awesome. And who has been your favorite celebrity to perform with? Well, for now, like Jay Belvin is one of the main people I've worked with. So probably him by default. <laughs> <laughs> who is a celebrity that you would want to dance with i don't know honestly like if they give me the opportunity to i i'll do it but i don't really have anybody that i'm like oh this is like my life's goal to like work with them gotcha and how do you deal with all the uncertainty in your career um my my family and just putting my putting my life in god's hands Whatever he wants is going to happen. So, yeah. Period. And last one. Why did you choose TAPS? Mainly because it was less of a step than any of my other programs that I was looking into. Like, it was a little bit of an easier transition because I could fly back and forth, like, pretty cheaply between home and there. And, yeah. And it had, like, everything I kind of wanted. Amazing. What has been the hardest thing in your dance career? Probably when I broke my foot um, going into my senior year of dance because it was very, it was like dance was my whole life at that point, which is probably not great, but um, it it was. And so when I broke my foot, like it's just kind of like everything is taken away from you. And like I, back before COVID, I really was not loving dance anymore and I wanted to quit. And then God was like, here, here's COVID. And let me just like solve all your problems. But it was like a big enough break that I was like, okay, like I love dance so much and I want to keep going with it. Like if COVID didn't happen, I probably would not have kept dancing. So it was kind of a blessing in disguise for me personally. Um, But yeah, so then I broke my foot and I was like, okay, now I have this opportunity to dance back and I don't even get to use it. And so that was a really, really big struggle. And I pushed like every day to try and get back to where I could dance and so, yeah, that was probably my biggest adversity to try and overcome. But, yeah, 
And even from that, you went to TAPS. And so how did you break it? Um, it was a stress fracture. And I actually, when I went to go audition for TAPS, it was broken and I didn't even know. And I was like, oh, my foot's hurting really, really bad. And I was like, oh, probably because it's broken. And you still got into TAPS? Like, you I still did. dance on the broken foot? <laughs> I did. Push through the pain. <laughs> oh, gosh. And so you were, I remember you were in a boot for a hot while. Yeah. And then... You had like the ankle stuff, and you still wear that tape, whatever it's called. Yeah, the KT tape. Yes, it's my, the KT it's tape. my um, pride and joy, my life. That's your best right friend best right friend. now. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And so, yeah, how did that like affect your dancing? Obviously, you can't really dance mm-hmm. really with a broken foot. So, how did you kind of overcome that obstacle? It definitely sent me back a lot. Um, but then. I would find other ways to get around it. Like, okay, my foot's broken, but that doesn't mean my left side's broken. So, like, let's get better on your bad side. Let's strengthen your upper body. Like, I was doing everything other than what was necessary for my foot to, in order to, like, keep going so that when I needed to jump back, I could. And so I was sitting in, like, rehearsals, learning all the choreo, learning any changes. So, yeah, so that I'd be prepared to jump back into it. Still staying productive even with that kind of major setback yeah but yeah i know that's horrible and especially because that was like your life and your passion and um was it still broken when you went into taps or semi-healed it was healed but it still like feels broken sometimes when you're on it for enough but um yeah technically it's healed and because you're literally dancing from literally 24 7 and it's Probably not the easiest dancing, so you're going to need your foot. And <laughs> so you said it's still, like, hurt sometimes. That's why you have the KT, type, t- the KT tape, just to make sure, like, it stays in place or yeah. something? Yeah, just, just to, like, let off some of the weight from it because anytime you're up on releve, which is when you're on your tiptoes, um, it that's, like, part of the – I broke my sesamoid bone, so that's, like, right where – when you're on releve or tiptoes like that's where it hits and so oh gosh yeah the kt tape just kind of like alleviates some of that pressure oh gosh mm-hmm. that sounds painful yeah <laughs> well it's okay I'm we gl- got through it i'm glad you're better now and hopefully i mean i know you still wear the tape and it still like bothers you but hopefully it gets better because mm-hmm. it's been a it's been a hot minute, hot minute. <laughs> and it was better for a little bit, and then I just neglected it, which was my fault, but now I'm I'm starting to strengthen it again, so it'll go away. It's very off and on, but yeah. You got it. Yeah. You can overcome it. Thank you. <laughs> yes, you're welcome. So then I think, is that everything? Yeah. Do you have anything else you wanted to touch on? I Any final so. words? Mm, no. Sounds good. I feel like I probably should, but I don't. No, that's okay. You already said your piece here yeah wonderful well thank you so much live it up live it up thank you so much for coming on and sitting down i know it takes a hot minute to record hour 45 um (laughs) so i do appreciate that and your busy schedule because you got to teach and do choreography because yeah how you also work and make money is you you choreograph dances and solos and so you're always busy with dances and doing dance yourself yes if i'm not <laughs> dancing myself i'm teaching or yeah. choreographing or working out and strengthening your muscles yes <laughs> word so yeah no this was a great episode i really enjoyed it. i'm so happy that we got it 
um to work because i just like brought it up randomly i'm like yeah hey would you like would be interested yeah i'm like you can totally say no but if you're interested (laughs) it was last minute but it worked out yes no i'm so glad this is a great episode i had so much fun honestly i'm gonna be excited to uh edit this episode you got a lot of editing to do (laughs) (laughs) all the all the voice cracks yeah it's okay it's It's all right it's still kind of in the yeah it's still kind of in the morning i would say it's like early in the morning but it's literally but it's noon now (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh it's one it's not even noon my computer (laughs) clock is wrong Uh, no my computer clock is wrong too it's 12 45 okay (laughs) that's enough siri siri be trying to chime in yeah but yes thank you everyone for listening and for taking the time out of your schedule as well um don't forget to rate five stars on the podcast uh write a comment follow the instagram at the nest podcast with estella and you can find megan where at megan wall 19 on instagram or my website megan wall (laughs) and so Spell your name, first and last for us. M-E-G-A-N-W-A-H-L. Awesome. There you go. Go find her there. And I will see everybody next month. Until next time.